right, 2 Chronicles chapter number 27 this evening, 2 Chronicles 27, and I want to give you something that was birthed out of uh, one of our lessons in Bible college, and uh, covered this character last night in the progression of our study, and the Lord just put this uh, in our heart today, and uh, preacher asked me if I'd be prepared to preach, and this is just what's been on us today. And I uh, want to be a blessing to you here uh, out of the Word of God. And if you'll look at Second Chronicles chapter number 27, we'll read these nine verses tonight. Amen. Second Chronicles 27, verse number 1. We're dealing with a king of Judah by the name of Jotham uh, tonight. And if you'll look there in verse number 1, the Bible says, Jotham was 20 and 5 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Uzziah did. Howbeit he entered not into the temple of the Lord, and the people did yet corruptly. He built the high gate of the house of the Lord, and on the wall of Ophel he built much. Moreover, he built cities in the mountains of Judah, and in the forest he built castles and towers." He fought also with the king of the Ammonites and prevailed against them. And the children of Ammon gave him the same year a hundred talents of silver, ten thousand measures of wheat, ten thousand measures of barley. And so much did the children of Ammon pay unto him both the second year and the third. So Jotham became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord his God. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham and all his wars and all his ways, lo, They are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was five and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. Jotham slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. Ahaz, his son, reigned in his stead. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us. Thank you, God, for, uh, Lord, the songs that have been sung tonight, Lord, the testimonies, uh, God, of your goodness tonight, Lord, and we're thankful uh, God, that we can come, and Lord, that we can gather together, Lord, with those of, of like-mindedness, and, and Lord, of the common faith, the common salvation. God, we can draw strength, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for that. God, thank you, Lord, for the church tonight, Father, and I pray, Lord, that you would help us. I pray that you'd speak to our hearts, and Lord, that you'd help each individual, Lord, specifically, uh, Lord, in our walk with you, Lord, our life that's lived for you, and I pray that you would draw honor and glory, God, out of our lives for yourself, and Lord, that you'd be pleased with us. God, we'd run this race well. Lord, I pray that you'd speak to every heart, Lord, that you'd help us. Lord, I pray tonight, Lord, that you'd help us to exalt your Son, to make much of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray that your will would be done. Father, if there is one here tonight that's lost, I pray, Lord, that you'd save them. God, that you'd help the Christian tonight, Lord. I pray that you'd, uh, Lord, strengthen us, Lord, and help us, Lord, to grow, uh, Lord, and be pleasing unto you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. As we come to Second Chronicles chapter number 27 tonight, we're dealing with a character by the name of Jotham. He was the tenth uh, of the kings of Judah tonight. And uh, just quickly this evening, we'll get into it and look at some thoughts by way of introduction and then just kind of give you our thought that we have uh, concerning King Jotham tonight. First of all, I see as the Bible begins in verse or chapter number 27 and verse number 1, we'll deal uh, with his age tonight. Verse number 1, the Bible says, Jotham was 20 and 5 years old when he began uh, to reign. His father... Um, 
had uh, contracted leprosy because God had smote him with it because of a sin that we co- he committed. And we'll talk about that uh, here in just a few moments. But here Jotham was. He was 25 years old. He was a young man. And he was thrust into a place of authority. And uh, as he reigned over uh, Jerusalem and he reigned over the king of Judah, uh, he proved to us tonight that even though he was young, uh, he still had a life that he lived for God tonight. Amen. And so age is, is no difference maker when it comes uh, to serving the Lord tonight. Amen. I'm glad that you don't have to wait until you get old uh, to have a testimony for the Lord tonight. Amen. And we see his age. We also see his authority. The Bible said that he began to reign uh, there in, uh, over in Jerusalem. Then we see his ancestry in verses 1 and 2. Uh, the Bible talks about his mother specifically in verse number 1. And then of course his father there uh, in verse number 2. Now whenever we consider his father tonight, King Uzziah, King Uzziah's reign began very well, uh, but it ended very, very badly. The Bible talks about uh, King Uzziah being made strong, specifically if you want to back up and look at chapter number 26 quickly. The Bible talks about him being strong, but in verse number 16, the Bible says, But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. This was a man uh, who had done great things for the kingdom, done great things uh, for the people that he ruled over but he got elevated in pride in his heart and he went into the temple and he and he began to burn incense like the priest did and that was strictly forbidden uh, against him uh, but there's a contrast we see how Uzziah did that uh, but the Bible talks about King Jotham and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord and if you notice in verse number two the Bible says how be it he entered not into the temple of the Lord that doesn't mean that he didn't go to the house of God to worship but he did not enter into the temple of the Lord in the same fashion uh, that his father did he did not commit the presumptuous sins uh, uh, of his father tonight amen we find his activity in verses 3 and 4 the Bible said he built the high gate of the house of the Lord and on the wall of Ophel he built much moreover he built cities in the mountains of Judah and in the forest he built uh, castles and towers tonight. Amen. And so we consider his age, his authority, his ancestry, his activity. But then I want you to think about his accolades tonight. You search in chapter number 27 of Second Chronicles tonight and you try to look for something negative said about King Jotham and you'll not find it tonight. Amen. Uh, over and over we find the kings of Judah and the kings of Israel, they turned their heart unto idolatry. They did evil in the sight of the Lord. Many of of them sinned after the same fashion as Jeroboam raising up idols and corrupting the priesthood and even causing the people that he ruled to sin tonight. Amen. Uh, but in this whole text tonight which spans the synopsis of his entire life we reach this conclusion that out of all of the kings of Judah tonight God had absolutely nothing negative uh, to say about King Jotham tonight. Amen. In other words we could say it like this he had a clear record. Amen. Uh, now the most important thing that you and I have tonight is our testimony. Amen. Uh, listen, a good name is rather to be chosen than the riches of this world is what the Bible tells us tonight. And we're only as good as our name. And I know there's others that have fallen into sin and we certainly don't want to kick them while they're down. And we don't want to magnify that or beat up on them tonight. Oh, but listen, I don't want to bring a reproach upon the name of God. I don't want to bring a reproach upon my church. I don't 
want to bring a reproach upon my Savior tonight and I want to reach heaven's shore with a clear record tonight. Amen. And I want to preach on that thought for just a few moments tonight on how to have a clear record. How to have a clear record. We notice number one, Jotham and his wisdom. Notice with me his wisdom tonight. We've already alluded to it and made mention of it a little bit, but we find in verse number 2 that the Bible emphasizes that he entered not into the temple of the Lord tonight. Amen. He did not repeat the sins of his father. Uzziah, his father, died a leper and tried to operate in the priesthood, but God smote him and he left him of the testimony of being a leper. If we look to the Word of God, we find his testimony is a reproach tonight. We find that he sinned against God and God judged him for it tonight but when we come to King Jotham I'm glad that he learned from the mistakes of those that had gone on before him amen he didn't repeat the sins of his father and uh, when people make mistakes we, we ought not magnify that and we ought to not talk about that and that ought to not really be the center of our conversation tonight but here's what we ought to do when somebody makes a mistake or they sin against God and we see a reproach that they're bearing in their life what we ought to do is file that away in our heart and our mind and learn from the mistakes of others and exercise wisdom when it comes to our walk with God tonight amen Listen, I'm glad that we have the record of those that have fallen and we have the record of those that have brought a reproach upon their life because there are warnings and and roadblocks in the Word of God to keep us right tonight. But I'm glad tonight that we have the testimony of a king who lived for God in his day and in his hour. And I think I said it last week, but I'll repeat it again tonight. If we can look at those and we can see those who lived during difficult times and they they made it for God and they turned out, then surely you and I can do that in 2024. Amen. Uh, listen, we're not in captivity tonight. We've not lost our freedoms. Uh, we've not lost the ability to freely come uh, to the house of God. And while we've got those freedoms and while we have that ability, boy, we ought to take advantage every single time. There's no excuse uh, if we're not sick, if we're not in the hospital, if we ain't got some ox in the ditch somewhere. Boy, we ought to take opportunity and be in the house of God every opportunity that we get tonight amen we ought to exercise wisdom when it comes uh, to our walk with God tonight but not only do I see his wisdom I see his work look what the Bible says in verse number three he built the high gate of the house of the Lord and on the wall of Othel he built much. I want to emphasize right now verse number 4. The Bible says, Moreover, he built cities, watch this, in the mountains of Judah and in the forest he built castles and towers. And so we emphasize his wisdom, but then we emphasize his work tonight. Now you read through the kings of Judah, and you read through the kings of Israel. Many of, many of them fortified their cities. Many of them uh, made great military feats and military campaigns and uh, they beefed up uh, their nationalism and they beefed up their military. And they made great steps economically. Uh, but here was a man in verse number 4. The Bible says that he built cities in the mountains 
kings of Judah and in the forest he built castles and towers. What he did is he was able to do some things uh, that were not easy tonight because of his dedication to the Lord. He looked for areas that were, not, that were neglected by others and he built those areas up in the kingdom. Amen. He worked in areas simply that others had uh, neglected tonight. He worked in the mountains uh, and he worked in the forest. Listen, that wasn't easy, but that was difficult tonight. But he was willing to take the difficult jobs and he was willing to do them tonight. Amen. Listen, there are a lot of areas that are neglected in our day because they don't have a platform. They don't have spotlight. They don't have recognition. But if you'll look around in the house of God and you'll look around and see, uh, try to see a, a need where you're at. Listen, God will give you something to do. And if you'll work in those neglected places, listen, God will bless you. Find something that maybe not everybody wants to do where there's a need tonight in the church, uh, where something needs to be done, something that's often overlooked. Uh, and if you'll get to it tonight, God will bless you for that. Amen. Those of us that are men of God tonight don't always seek a platform, don't always seek the recognition. And maybe I'm not talking to anybody about that tonight. Listen, but listen, those things don't really matter tonight. Amen. It doesn't matter if your name's on a flyer. It really doesn't matter uh, who, who, you, who gets you to sign their Bible tonight. All of those things are vain, uh, and all of those things mean absolutely nothing in light of eternity tonight. Amen. He was willing to work where others were not willing to tonight. Amen. If you'll work in those neglected areas, God will bless you. If you'll do those things that not everybody wants to do, listen, there's a blessing. That will accompany that tonight. Amen. Notice with me his warfare. The Bible says in verse number 5, He fought also with the king of the Ammonites and prevailed against them. And the children of Ammon gave him the same year a hundred talents of silver and ten thousand measures of wheat, ten thousand of barley. So much did the children of Ammon pay unto him both the second year and the third. Amen. What we're reading about tonight in verse number 5 is a king who walked in victory. And God gave him the victory. And did you see what happened in verse number 5? The children of Ammon paid him tonight. Amen. In other words, we could say it like this. God gave him the victory and made the devil foot the bill tonight. Amen. Well, I'm glad when God gets the upper hand and God has the final word tonight. Amen. And thank God he warred a good warfare. And listen, we're in a fight tonight. Amen. I think it was Brother Roloff that said tonight that we're on a battlefield. It's not a record creation room brother amen uh, but it's a battlefield and it's a fight tonight and it's a good fight and Paul finished with grace uh, and he finished with faith uh, and he finished the course uh, that God set before him tonight and he warred a good warfare tonight amen God's able to give us victories over the battles that we have if we'll put him first tonight amen notice his walk in verse number 6 the Bible said that so Jotham became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord his God. Jotham was not just cruising through his relationship with God. Amen. Jotham was not, uh, and, and I, we, we don't, wouldn't really use the term Christian uh, to define somebody here uh, in the Old Testament. 
but he certainly was uh, a follower of God and a worshiper of God and a believer uh, in God tonight. And the Bible said that he prepared his ways before the Lord and walked with God. Young person, I want to ask you a question tonight. Are you preparing for your life for God? Are you preparing for your walk with God? I understand you're young right now. I understand you listen to the preaching and you take notes and you do all of those things and listen. There are battles that your parents fight and there are battles that others fight that you'll not have to fight right now. But there is a day that's coming where you'll have to stand on your own two feet and mom and dad won't be there to prop you up and the preacher won't be there to prop you up and you'll have to stand on your own two feet and have your own relationship with God. I'm glad when I found out that there was a day and an hour where he wasn't just the preacher's God and he wasn't just mom and dad's God and he wasn't just the deacon's God or the Sunday school teacher's God but it was a good glad day in my life when I learned that I could walk with God for myself and I could have a prayer life. I could read the Bible and get something for myself and I could walk with God and God could speak to me and I could walk hand in hand with Jesus and I've not always been what I should and I haven't always done what I ought to but thank God God's always been faithful and he's let me walk with him every step of the way amen he prepared his ways before the Lord. Do you pray about your future? Do you pray about your spouse? Are you saved tonight? Are you spirit filled? Are you surrendered to the Lord? I know those are cuss words in the common status quo church of today but if you'll surrender your life to Christ and give him everything you won't have to worry about your career. You won't have to worry about your spouse. You'll not have to worry about the paycheck. You'll not have to worry about the house. You'll not have to worry Worry about the car. If you'll give Christ the preeminence and seek ye first the kingdom of God, then all these things shall be added unto you tonight. Amen. He was a man who gave God the preeminence in his walk with him tonight. Notice in verse number two, I want you to see this. The Bible said, and the people did yet corruptly. You say, who's that? Those were the people that he ruled over. As godly as he was, he still was not able to influence that wicked generation. You say, why is that tonight? If you, you'll notice there's a familiar name here in the scripture. The Bible said in verse number 2, he said that he did what was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Uzziah did. You remember in the opening chapters of the book of Isaiah, specifically chapter number 6, the Bible said in the year that the king, that the king Uzziah died, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up tonight. Amen. In Jotham's reign, during that time, Isaiah uh, was the prophet uh, who was operating in that office at the time. He was the preacher uh, for the hour. He was God's man uh, for the day. And Isaiah begins his book and he opens up in those first five chapters and here's what Isaiah's doing. He's pronouncing woe. He's pronouncing judgment upon that crowd. These are the people uh, that Isaiah was prophesying about 
about. The Bible said, and the people did yet corruptly tonight. Amen. And Isaiah shows us uh, the corruption of the people tonight. But I'm glad that that didn't matter to Jotham. Amen. Even though daddy sinned against God. Even though the people were corrupt. Jotham made up his mind that he would prepare his ways before the Lord. And that he would walk with God. Oh, in a day of, of adversity. In a day of corruption. Would you dare to be different? Would you dare to walk with God? Would you dare to be spirit filled? And to be somebody to st- who would stand up and be counted for the Lord in your day. Amen. I see this most importantly tonight. I see Jotham's worship. Notice with me, I want to emphasize verse number three. We read over it, but I want to go back to it because here's the key to everything tonight in Jotham's life. The Bible said in verse number three, he built the high gate of the house of the Lord and on the wall of Ophel he built much. Now if you just read over that, big deal. He, he built a wall and he, he, he built a, uh, uh, the wall of, he built a gate and he built a wall. Big deal. But if you look at 2 Chronicles chapter number 23 and verse number 20, and we'll not turn there tonight, but the Bible tells us this, that the high gate was the area that connected where the king lived, the, the king's house, and the high gate connected the king's house directly to the temple of the Lord. Now, when Jotham took over and began to reign, that wall was broken down. It had been neglected. It was not very important. But Jotham, who had a heart for God, he built the high gate of the house of the Lord. And what that ensured him tonight is that he would have direct access to the temple of the Lord. Meaning that he could go and worship God any time that he pleased. He could go down to the priest and he could offer his sacrifice. He could go down and they would burn incense on his behalf. He could go down and they would sacrifice those lambs and those bullocks and all of those sacrifices. He wanted to make sure that he had access to God. And he wanted to make sure that he had access to the worship of the Lord tonight. And he put a premium on the worship of God tonight. Amen. While his father went to the temple presumptuously, While his father went to the temple to sin, Jotham went to the temple with purpose. And I want to ask you again tonight, we spoke about preparing your way before the Lord. But Jotham served God and he served God with purpose and he served God on purpose tonight. You look at these gray-haired saints tonight and of course we say that respectfully. But you look at these people that have a testimony. You look at those that have, that have served the Lord and they have labored here. And by the way, I understand that ultimately everything that we have is because of the Lord Jesus Christ. But it took somebody being faithful. It took somebody tithing. It took somebody keeping the lights on. It took somebody singing the same old songs. It took somebody preaching the same old book. It took somebody being faithful tonight for you and I to be able to bask in the goodness and bask in the blessings that we do tonight. Listen, we're eating from vineyards that we didn't plant. We're drinking from wells that we did not dig. Amen. We're reaping a harvest that we did not sow tonight. Somebody else went before us tonight and they were faithful and now you and I are reaping the benefit of it tonight. Amen. 
Jotham put a premium on worshiping God. And Jotham worshiped God and he lived for God on purpose tonight. If you make it for God, it's not going to be on accident. If you make it for God, it's not going to be because of some happenstance somewhere and the stars aligned and all of the pieces fit together just right. No, listen, if you want to make it for God tonight, you can. And the choice is yours this evening. So many times we blame our walk with God or the lack thereof on everybody else. We want to blame the circumstances. We want to blame so-and-so. We want to blame the brethren. Well, this happened in my life and things just really didn't work out the way I planned. Join the club tonight. Amen. But if we're going to make it for God, we're going to have to purpose in our heart and prepare our way like Jotham did. Jotham was a man who took his walk with God serious. Can I ask you something tonight, Christian? Do you take your walk with God serious? Can I ask you this tonight? Do others take your walk with God serious? Can others count on you to pray? Can others count on you to be faithful? Can others count on you to be in your place tonight? Do we have this testimony? Paul said this in 1 Corinthians chapter number 8, verse number 3. He said, but if any man love God, the same is known of him. If we love God, people won't have to scratch their head and wonder about us tonight. Amen. Amen. If we love God, there wouldn't be any question about our faithfulness. If we love God, it will be known of us and we'll have that testimony tonight that we love the Lord. I mentioned earlier, Jotham was the tenth king of Judah. You know, the tenth is the tithe tonight, amen. And the tithe is the Lord's. And Jotham being the tenth king of Judah tonight, God always has a way of getting his tithe, doesn't he? God always has a way of, of receiving that which is sanctified and separated unto him and I promise you this if you vow to live your life holy and live your life to God listen it may be rejected by others they may scoff and they lie, but I promise you it'll be received of the Lord amen it'll be received of him Jotham shows us tonight that just in these nine verses his history was brief but though his history was brief his history was blessed you know you understand if even if we live a hundred years upon this earth That is a short, short time. I mean, it's not even a drop in the bucket compared to eternity tonight. While our history may be brief, thank God our life can be blessed tonight. Amen. Amen. Jotham had a clean record. I want to mention just three things and I'm done. Jotham had a clean record. Number one, because he was practical. The Bible said that he prepared his ways before the Lord his God. Jotham learned from the mistakes of his father. Jotham learned from the sins of his father and he took the word of God tonight and he put it into shoe leather. There's something interesting about Uzziah. The Bible says in chapter number 26 and verse number 10, all the things that Uzziah did wonderfully for the kingdom. The Bible said that he had, had vine dressers in the mountains and he, he dug many wells. And the Bible said that he had much cattle. But verse number 10 of chapter number uh, number. Uh, 26 tells us this, for he loved husbandry. What does that mean tonight? 
That, that's basically agriculture. In other words, he had a green thumb. He enjoyed that tonight. But here's the problem we use I tonight. He let his hobbies hinder his holiness. He let the things that he enjoyed overtake his love for the Lord tonight. Amen. I think there are a lot of people, they're well-meaning. I think that they're saved. But I think that they become carnal because they magnify their hobbies and they magnify their wants above their needs and they magnify all of the toys and the trinkets and the talents and the things that this life has to offer above the Lord tonight. And brother, tonight, if we are guilty of that, then we are guilty of idolatry tonight. Jotham had a clear record because he was practical. Do you put the preaching that you hear into practice? Half the time we hear a message before we get home, we forget what the preacher even said. That's just the generation. That's just the hour we're living in. But would God help us tonight to take the word of God and not just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word tonight. Jotham had a clear record because he was practical. Number two, we emphasize it again. Jotham had a clear record because he was prepared. Jotham prepared his heart before God and he served God with purpose tonight. I say again, if you want to serve God tonight, you will. And number three tonight, Jotham had a clear record not only because he was practical, not only because he, uh, because he was prepared, but can I say this? Jotham had a clear record because of his position. And I'm not talking about his crown tonight. I'm talking about his Christ. In Matthew chapter number 1, in the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ, in verse number 9, who do we find in the genealogy of Christ? We find King Jotham tonight. Amen. We find him in the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what that shows me tonight? That shows me that we can be practically holy and that's wonderful and that's good but we can't be positionally holy without the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Amen. You may be here tonight and you're trying to turn over a new leaf. You're trying to live a good life and you say preacher I can't do it and I've got news for it tonight I can't do it either. Amen. But what I had to find out is I had to surrender myself to the Lord and say Lord I can't live like you want me to live I can't do the things you want me to do you're going to have to do them through me and when I gave myself to Christ and surrendered myself to him I found that that inward holiness began to work out and it became practical in my life it wasn't holy because of his crown didn't have a clear record because of his crown but he has a clear record tonight because of Christ and you and I can have a clear record because of Christ. What a good example we have tonight in Jotham. We go down through the list and go down through the verses and we can find nothing negative said about this man. But even though men looked upon his life and they saw no guilt, we know the God of heaven knew his heart and he was a sinner just like every other man. Oh, but I'm glad that over 2,000 years ago there was a king who had no reproach. He had no sin to speak of. And he that knew no sin, he became sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And while we look to the example of Jotham, it's wonderful and it's good, but that'll never merit heaven. Oh, but the King of glory and the King of kings and the Lord of lords, he bore our reproach and he bore our stained record. And now our record's clear and our record's in heaven because of Christ tonight. Amen. And I'm glad tonight that we can have a clear record. And because of Jesus tonight, we can have a clear testimony. That's right. 
and we can live for God tonight. Amen. Let's stand together.